Hey, Verbal Intercourse listeners. Do you have a business, music, or product that you need advertised? Advertise with Verbal Intercourse Podcast. Send all inquiries and details to verbalintercoursejxn at gmail.com. That's verbalintercoursejxn at gmail.com. Rates start as low as $25 per episode. Advertise now and get the first month free. That's verbalintercoursejxn at gmail.com for more details. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Now, let's start the show. Verbal intercourse. Verbal intercourse. Verbal intercourse. This is verbal intercourse. All right, welcome back, world, to the Verbal Intercourse podcast today. Got your host, Neek Walker, here with you today. Shout out to everybody been listening. Hopefully, everybody been staying safe during the pandemic. And, uh, you know, we're going to get out of this together. So today, we got a special topic today, you know, since... Since the um, most recent series of rap artists that that have been victim to violent acts in Texas and all over the U.S., artists like King Von gunned down in Atlanta. Um, Mo three was gunned down in Texas. Um, rest in peace to both of those men. Um, Boosie got shot in Dallas, Texas. Well. And um, also, Benny the Butcher got shot in Dallas, Texas. Just a just a stream of uh, a series of violent events that have happened to to artists, and it, you know, it made me think about it, it. It made it made me think about you know, is is being a rap artist even safe in 2020? You know, even from way back when when we had our real first big killing of a rap artist, you know, Tupac and Biggie, it seemed like. Even since then, since then, you know, it's been always look like most artists, rap artists, they have an X on their back. So I kind of wanted to get it on the podcast and, you know, talk about it a little bit. So I'm going to let Portia get Portia get right into it with introducing the guests and and getting into the questions. Okay. Hey, y'all. I check in here and there with Nick on Verbal Intercourse. Um, I'm his co-host from time to time, known as Pigs 3 Beats. So I want to get into our guests. You guys can go ahead and introduce yourselves and, you know, what do you have to do your dealings with hip-hop or whatever you may do. Go ahead, Jared. Oh, what up, what up, what up? Yeah, I did Jared. Jerry Twine, also known as Twine Man. I'm a hip hop artist from Jackson, Mississippi. Putting down for everybody in the jack. I'm from the north side. All right, all right. Who up next? That north, north. What's up, everybody? This is um Martin White, better known as Big Swole, aka Streets on Swole Pro One Consulting. Um, member of the world famous core DJs formerly of Atlantic Records and Def Jam Records, um, manager, you know, former manager, Dollar Black, Rob Gold, um, currently managed 
Grammy nominated producer, um, got Coke, you know, he produced for, for Rick Ross, for, for Meek Mill, you know, um, got some major placements with, with Quincy White and a host of others, you know, Nicki Minaj and a host of others. So, you know, that's me. Dope, dope, dope. Okay. I'm uh, on Riven Bank Road, man. Hip hop artist from Jason, Mississippi. I also have a clothing brand. Born and raised right here in Jackson, Mississippi. I'm from uh, downtown North End area. Kind of been here all my life in and now. And that's where we at with it now, you know. And he being our humble and stuff. He gotta he gotta let people know that he got the hottest records in, in the streets right yeah, now. We got the hottest record in the street right there. Going crazy, you feel me? Going crazy, you feel me? No cap, bro. I'm just glad to be here, though. I appreciate y'all guys for being on, man. I know, I know all of y'all from y'all experiences and 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 also from forming y'all own opinions that y'all gonna have some really good insight today. So, um, so I'm gonna start off with a question, then me and Portia gonna kind of. Uh, bounce off each other. Um, you know, since all of these, since all of this violence has been going on, you know, as a rap artist or as people that's in the industry, do you feel like um, these acts of violence are a result of of hip hop artists still having one foot in the street, or do you think it's like wrong place or wrong time, or do you think it's due to money and jealousy, or or do the women? Hmm. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Bankroll start it off. What you think, bro? I think all that kind of comes to play, you know. I just feel like, you know, as an artist, like I've been dealing with music for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And at one point in time, bro, like I kind of got, I was indecisive about is this what I really wanted to do. You feel what I'm saying? Because I also had insight of the world and everything that was going on, and I could see this stuff before it happened. You feel me? Like I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of stuff all my life. I've been in the streets. I've been getting money. You know what I'm saying? I always been popular. I always had some juice. You feel me? But I know I didn't really have any problems with people and my peers until I got popular doing music. You feel me? So mm -hmm. that made me. That made me kind of really, you know, like really question myself like is this what i really want to do because i was already straight financially you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i was saying that to say that i think i'll let play a part but one you know what i'm saying one thing about music in the industry it can kind of give you a lot of paper real fast you feel what i'm saying yeah like you could you could be broke today and up the month versus a person who really took the proper steps to get where they need to be you got to understand in life, you know what I'm saying? You go through certain things to kill certain things that might save you later. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Pride, envy, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? Making making the right decisions and thinking like a real boss. You feel what I'm saying? If you take the elevator, though, you're not going to be, you know, you ain't going to be in rent through all those levels. You know what I'm saying? The things that you, that you need to go through. To you know what I'm saying, shape you up into who you really need to be. You feel me? Yeah. A lot of stuff could be avoided. You did. A lot of stuff could be avoided, bro. You know what I'm saying? And some stuff come with a job that you know rap is very, very dangerous at this present age and time. Because everybody's kind of following the hip hop culture. 
I've been kind of watching it for a second, and I already knew it was going to happen because I seen all this crazy stuff going on in Chicago. You did. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and then, it like them spirit just kind of spread it out throughout the whole nation, and that's what was going on there. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Then you got people that's you know less fortunate than you, jealous. You know what I'm saying? You got women, you got money, you got power. A lot of them tools gonna get a person killed their own self. You ain't got to do nothing to them. You feel me? For real, for real. And then you also gotta. You definitely gotta watch the people that's close around you once you got that money, cause cause she jealousy like niggas, it's just be jealous of you when you, you start when you start being successful and you know that's just that's just the nature of life like you say you know you gotta go through them steps, don't take the elevator. Yeah, you gotta take the stairs and you gotta think about it as musicians and artists we perfect our craft. You did. We might not be training ourselves to look out for jealous people. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You just thinking, okay, I work hard, everybody, everybody happy for me, but man, these folks will kill you, bro, just because they want what you got, and they didn't have the work ethic to get where you at. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. It's it, it's crazy, bro. You gotta realize who really, what's really going on out here in this world, and who's really in control. And as long as you know that, you can kind of stay out the out the way. Now, some stuff we can't control. You feel me? But a boss got to think like a boss. You did. All right, you gotta think. Wait, what, what you think, Jay? What you think? Um, it definitely dangerous to be be a rapper in twenty twenty, and I think shit. It, I think it got a lot to do with like the actual workplace, like jealousy and envy, like that. No matter what you do, you can always encounter that. You could be a you could be in a, in a nursing school when it could be somebody that hates you because you good at the nursing. They might want to try to tell the teacher you smoke weed or something, you know what I'm saying, to get you out the way. But see, hip-hop, the only, the only profession with all the guns go to work. You feel what I'm saying? You go to the club, you going to go do your work, do your performing, but everybody's strapped though, you feel what I'm saying? And it's so closely related to the streets because people, most people that do hip-hop, like they, they done did some, been some in the street, and if they haven't, then they want to be which it don't, you feel what I'm saying? But still, but but still though, they do shit like that because really through media in this day and age, it's rewarding. They get false affirmations from people. You feel what I'm saying? That's why niggas keep on, niggas get on there, they run their mouth, they bring that beef, they get more attention, they get more attention, they get more money. So the same thing that make them be the same thing that break them. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. I'm gonna definitely agree. And, and, and you already know when it comes to the women, Women been taking niggas down and through that since since ancient time. Yeah, Bible verses on that. She the very first one. Uh, Eve made Adam eat the apple. Yeah. And Delilah made Samson cut it here. Then the other woman didn't want Lot to leave the city. He told her don't turn her dumb ass around. She turned around, turned us off. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, real. So shit going on from the beginning of time. So, so slow. What 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 have been your interactions as a as you know like a manager as far as like dealing with artists and and kind do you do you kind of just tell them hey you need to watch out for this you need to watch out for that like do you consult them on how they need to move to kind of stay out of situations? Yeah. 
You hear me? Did he hear me? Oh. <laughs> he must be gone. Um, I'm just say from a spectator point, um mm-hmm. with me, like what I've been, you know, noticing from it, um I feel like that they are acts of violence due to some of them, you know, some of the rappers that I've noticed, you know, that's been gunned down, um, may still have ties in the streets. Um, it could be wrong place at the wrong time. I just think about like, as long as we can remember, like you said, it seemed like it probably started before then, but what we can remember is like Pac and Biggie. Um, but since then, it seems like in hip hop, somebody's dying every year. And I remember like Boosie did an interview a while back. Boosie said most artists, they're gunned down in their own city. And if you think about like our very own Lil Lunny, he's a result of that. Um, so it's like, to me, it can be them still having one foot in, um, wrong place, wrong time. Now, with these last few um, acts of violence that occurred, um, I'm going to say with Mo3, I believe that was wrong place, wrong time. They caught that man and seized that opportunity to get him there. Um, With that Boosie shoe, I feel like it was connected to the Mo3 thing. After watching the videos from King Von, Seemed like he had a point to prove uh, wrong place, right opportunity for him. But, yeah, it's just, it's just wild. And sometimes, and, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you go ahead. But but sometimes, it ain't dead a person one foot out and one foot in. They might be out of the way out of the street, but still, just because you left, that don't mean the things that you did when you was there go away. Right. And and a, and, a, and a nigga I already want you and you being successful, but they feel like you done took somebody from them. They still fucked up. They still saying you going up. They, they, they don't come and get you. You feel what I'm saying? And, and That's what happened to Nipsey Hussle. And then and I, I see his story got vandalized yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And, and I and I think that's what happened to Mo3 because I was looking at an interview he did with Vlad and it's crazy because, you know, he was just he was just talking about this on that interview with Vlad, but he he was basically talking about, you know, when he got famous, when he became the biggest artist, <laughs> Alice, that that people like the, the people that he had beef with when he was banging, he said they just reappeared and started back beefing with him off the strength that he was that he had got popular. He had made it now. Uh-huh. And, and, and I think that and I think his killing was just uh a result of that, people just being jealous that he had finally made it or whatever. I just, you know, I think like the streets is, a, you know what I'm saying? They play a big part in it and stuff as well. You feel me? Because you got to think about it. The streets like a devil playground, man. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Some people don't really want to see us get a back, get a, um, go higher than them or get away from them or get away from something that they really trapped in. You know what I'm saying? And the hate and envy so strong, but I'm supposed to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The situation with three, you know, like, bro had some street shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though he was doing, 
You know, he just got caught lacking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a fan of Mo3. I like Mo3. He did. Like, I, I love his music. You feel me? But, bro, no better than that. Bro, over there on enemy territory with no gun doing something he ain't got no, nothing he was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Making big records about killing people, about niggas. Go dig your partners up. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That, that'll cost you your life out here, man. Ain't nobody out here playing, bro. You feel me? And that's what I mean by make it or break it. Cause see that shit, that shit took him up though. You got to talk. Yeah, about exactly. love that shit. Shit took him up, then it took him out. And it yeah, just, it's a trick. You feel me? It'll put you five still four, but twenty back. You did. Trick box. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah. So I'm glad you back. Uh, did Did you hear my question? I'm gonna restate my question. Um, okay. I had a quick, um, like as as somebody who has um, you know been around a lot of artists and worked with a lot of artists, mm. um, do you do you consult these artists when it comes to um, staying out of trying to stay away from certain situations that could end up in in a bad in, in a bad situation? Bro, I, I I try to you know what I'm saying. And in, in, in my experience, a lot of these cats for for the most part. They have the right intentions, but you know they're still around that environment that's still encouraging them to stay in those streets. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like they they want to stay so real to what they've been accustomed to, to where anything outside of that norm is not being real. Even if it comes down, you know, to to whether they progress and whether they their careers go higher. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. I tried to. I had a conversation the other night, you know, with, with a cat that's in the streets, man. Uh, one foot in the streets, one foot out. And basically, he was just telling me, you know, that basically I want to do this, but I basically don't know how to transition or I feel like my street shit is really blocking me from being able to progress and move forward. And, you know, I told him, I'm like, bro, if you already are known in the streets, street niggas know street niggas all across the world. You know what I'm saying? So you could take that same, if those people support you, it's nothing but a phone call to make to another cat in the city in Dallas or Memphis or Atlanta and say, hey, my boy's coming through. Show love to him. Protect him. Honestly and truthfully, that's what a lot of cats do when they go to Houston. They call Jay Prince and say, Prince, I'm in town. And yeah. just by them checking in, they're protected. They're protected. You know what I'm saying? So I try to, bro, I try to encourage everybody to stay safe. I encourage everybody to if they can get up out those situations, you you're not being any less real getting out of those situations, putting yourself in a better situation, and then coming back to your people. And if they have the right mentality, putting them in position to where they can repeat the process. That's real. That's that's real. I think uh, you know. I, I mean, just like you said, it's it got to be difficult talking to you know somebody that that is kind of you know like one foot in and one foot out and and you know they they understand that they have a talent but they also you know want to they they also look at the streets as kind of like security they security blanket if this rap stuff don't work out you feel me when it should yeah. when, when it should be kind of like look, looking at my rap career is the most important thing or my singing career or whatever as the most important thing to get me out of this situation but but you know but you know uh we products of our environment so 
and mm-hmm. and I think and I think that's that's that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. So I, uh, I want to pick it back on what you say about being part of our environment, even though, like, in the street, the the, the most valuable thing for most niggas in the street is respect. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, when when you've been living your whole life and you've been placing your value on respect that you get from others, whether you got 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 it through love or people been fearing you, whatever it is, niggas are die behind they respect. And even though they know they getting all this money and, and they shit and that shit should be, you know, smaller because who really give a fuck what another nigga think about you? Can I say fuck on this podcast? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, can we cuss? Yeah, nigga, nigga die behind their respect, man. So they, uh, nigga, just going for what they know. You know, like King Von with that situation. Him and bro had a problem. His partner told bro was out there. Man, he on his ass. You feel what I'm saying? That was about his respect. Right. Wasn't about no money, no career, no. It was just simply about respect. You feel what I'm saying? You gonna, oh, yeah, you gonna give me my respect? Or I'm gonna get it from you. Real. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know what's crazy, my bad, of course. You know what's crazy with when it comes down to the Mo Three situation. Him and the people that he was beefing with, at one point, both of those individuals were cool. They were yeah, all they were cool. on pictures together. Yeah, they were all cool. They and what, the reason what they disagreement was because of the war. Yeah, doing that. A single disagreement that started the war. You feel me? Because yep. not only that, they said that Yellow Beezy Baby Mama Salon was set on fire yesterday. Yeah, I saw that and too. They had 24 shooting in the Lemon Homicide since Big Mo, uh, Mo 3 got killed. You feel me? And it's going to be some more. I hate to say it too. So, so that's going to lead me to go ahead and roll into the next question. And Swell, I want to start with you because you did say something um, in regards to that you do encourage artists to be safe. So with that being said, um, when rappers reach like a certain point in their careers, um, should they still travel with their entourage or should they hire security? Security. And sometimes, you know what I'm saying, their homeboys can, if they're big enough and tall enough, can be security. You know what I'm saying? Like when when Plies, you know, Jeezy, you know, um, heck, even Gucci, you know, when, when they were coming up, they homeboys was security, you know what I'm saying? Like Jeezy had a cat that was like six four, six five, um, like two twenty, like stock came from his hood. That that was his security, and everybody knew not to mess with dude. Gucci had a dude that was damn near seven feet tall, like three hundred pounds. <laughs> that was his security, but came from but came from the same block. You know what I'm saying? Like I think once you re- once you once you start out. You know, you can you can you can use your partners as security. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you transition and you excel and you get higher, then either you can have your your guy go to those classes to to get trained, to certified, and all of that, or hire some actual security because there are some situations that street cats just really don't know how to respond to because a lot of cats are on ten instantly, as opposed to having a professional who who could defuse a situation and identify a potential situation that's coming and then course correct make adjustments you know before it can actually happen you know what i'm saying that's real 
That's why that's why artists need need a nigga like you, Swole. Hey, <laughs> 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 like, cause I ain't gonna have my partner. I ain't hiring my partner for no security, bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I need somebody to trade. <laughs> I'm saying I need a profession to protect my life and make sure I make a hold of my daughter. You feel? Me? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I feel you. Hey, hey, and then everybody don't know a nigga that sell feet three three hundred something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I even yeah, yeah, do like yeah, I might have like a you know professional security with me, but I might have my partners that got that motherfucker surrounded. You feel me? Yeah. Shit so like it's this. needed if you have like you know your homeboys and your partner with you. Worst case scenario, <laughs> they your street crew would have to take a hit. Straight street crew. If they travel, it's security. Like 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 would they street cred take a hit if they if they travel with security? Yes. Yeah, I mean I probably in some in some cases it just depends on the people, but. Shit, you know, once you get to a certain level, like why I'm trying to impress people that I didn't count them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a trick. You feel me? That's how yeah. that's how it's tricky. Yeah. It ain't yeah. Them. It's about yeah. us. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. They gonna follow my lead. They're gonna follow our lead. So what they say won't really be relevant as long as I keep doing what I'm doing. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Cause I know because I know like back when like 50 were beefing. You know what I'm saying? They they were saying that they were saying that you know certain rappers travel with security. I don't need security. You know what I'm saying? Certain stuff like that. And it kind of was like you know nigga street cred was taking it, but shit. Like y'all say, fuck what a nigga think. I'm trying to live. You see what I'm saying? Man, you remember that situation that happened with Jeezy years ago in um in California? You know what I'm saying? Where where he went to jail. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I just switched the vices. My bad. My bad. But y'all remember when when Jeezy got got arrested? Like his tour bus got got pulled over in California some years ago. You know, he was traveling with his whole entourage, and he stayed in jail for like a week until. He could bail everybody out. Like he could have bailed out sooner than that, but you know, dog is just a just a loyal cat like that to where he waited until everything was situated financially to where he can bail everybody out. And ever since then, he really switched up how he moved because it wasn't his fault the situation that happened. It was somebody in his entourage that did something crazy. You know what I'm saying? And he was just a byproduct of of the situation by his homeboy or somebody that was with him actually doing the crime that that they accused him of doing and shit. So I don't think I don't think you lose street cred. I think at, at one point, if you really in this business, and and notice that I say if you really in this business, because too many cats think it's just music. If you're really in this business and you're doing it at a high level, you got to move in a business manner. So you basically saying a uh, liability costs him money and a week in jail. Yep. Okay. So let me ask y'all this. Um when when rappers become a victim to the street violence, um, and you know, they move in deep with their entourage, do do you blame 
do do you kind of blame their entourage for not protecting the business? Because at that point, that artist is a business. He he eating, so everybody around him can eat. Sometimes. So, so so do y'all blame that entourage or do or or do y'all just kind of like wrong place, wrong time? In that in that instance, Jeezy would blame his entourage, you know. But but how do y'all feel about that? Okay, I think it depends on the situation. Like it could go either way. Like sometimes it ain't sometimes it ain't nobody fault. But like like I just heard I just heard reports that Lil Wayne they tried to get Lil Wayne another gun charge. So they found a gun and some drugs on that plane. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like if he go to if and don't nobody on that goddamn plane take up for that goddamn pistol and them drugs, then I blame the entourage. Like like it should be a nigga that know nigga. You if you get on the plane, you know this show, you know this ain't my motherfucking gun. You feel what I'm saying? But they let if they let something happen to him, then I blame the entourage. Now we can't run shit. I don't blame the entourage. Well, yeah, I do. A buddy went over there and told him brothers out there. And let him hop out the truck like this. So yeah, yeah. you can black people to ride sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But these cats, especially if you if if you're the breadwinner, if you are the breadwinner, the artist, you know what I'm saying, and you feeding everybody. Here's my thing. Why continue to why why continue to put yourself in a situation to where if you know that you know you're a convicted felon or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Like your people should automatically know keep that shit away from me because I could get jammed up. If I get jammed up, all of this shit crumbles. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you gotta think. I, I really feel like cats gotta really think and, and and think from a business aspect because, like I said, if you're feeding a whole lot of people and a whole lot of people are dependent on you, especially your family, like 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 money bad y'all say you got to protect the brand you know what i'm saying you got to protect the brand they go back to what i was saying earlier though you know you're you're a product of your environment it's the first time you've ever had real money like that you 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 ain't go to no classes to teach you not how to go from zero to ten you know what i'm saying you in the situation and you a warrior you just know how to do warrior shit <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was thinking more like, in like more, more tough, Lil like Wayne I, situation. You know what I'm saying? In that aspect, I was speaking more about the Lil Wayne situation. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You for sure right about that, man. I, I was thinking about thinking. About, I just thought about another uh another example of how we just ain't in street shit. You remember that back in the guy when uh them two figure skaters? It was a uh, Tony uh Tony Harden and uh Nancy mm. Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. And the other, she hated the, the bitch so bad. Before she went to skate, she ran and hit on the knee with some shit and fucked up yeah. and fucked the shit up. You feel what I'm saying? Like, but in in the, the hip hop profession, nigga, it's guns at work. You feel what I'm saying? Shawty ain't had no guns. She just want to go there and hit in the knee to mess up. You feel what I'm saying? Like that's why so many people die. It could, it would be altercations anywhere, but that's why so many people die. And we all got guns. Everybody got guns. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and it going straight to this. Ain't nobody trying to take an L. Niggas don't want to fight no more. They don't want to take the chance to even get beat up. You feel what I'm saying? Like too many cameras these days. Social media yeah. has on world stuff. Sleeping now you sleep. Everybody clowning yeah. Yeah, ass gunplay, gunplay, <laughs> sleep. <laughs> and I'm fucking gunplay. He ho. Yeah, real talk. He is though. Yeah. 
Okay. From um, so on a <coughs> scale from one to ten, with ten being the most dangerous, how dangerous is it to be a rap artist artist currently, whether it's local or nationwide? I would say ten, man. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with bro. I'm gonna say ten. It's the most dangerous job for sure. Shit, I'm gonna say the same thing. Why y'all feel that way? Like from an artist standpoint, Laron, why you feel that way? Okay, for one, I'm always be the target. You feel me? Like you gotta just like I say, um, just like Jay say and Dobie say, if I shoot you. You brainless. If you shoot me, you famous. You feel me? Yeah. If, if anything happen, I'ma automatically be responsible for it. You feel me? We can go to a venue where I'm doing a show and somebody get killed. They gonna automatically put it on run. You feel me? Like then I always I, I have to deal with the negativity of the people that I'm around, you feel me? Like, I don't really know these people motives. I know how they supposed to feel, you feel me? So yeah. it's like, you just a target, you feel me? Like, we just a target. At any given time with the internet, the way this shit set up, you know, I always be a target, you feel me? I could have been the 50 shows and nigga wanna snatch my chain, you feel me? Uh -huh. I'm automatically the target, bro, like, me, Trying to work hard to feed my family, doing what I do, perfecting my craft, has made me an easy target for other people. Feel me? Whether they want to take my life and use that for a trophy, take my chain and use that for a trophy, or just fuck up my name. You feel me? Oh, shit. Rise your coattail. That's see you yeah. going. It's, it's, it's niggas that sit in front of the computer just to find somebody coattails to ride. Like, just to catch a nigga fucking up or getting knocked out, just so they can say something. People can look at them. You feel what I'm saying? Like right. niggas doing that. I feel like the media make it way worse because niggas get rewarded for doing bitch ass shit. You feel what I'm saying? This is attention. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then like, like back in the, like back in the day, the rapper that was a safe space. Like the the, the street niggas weren't trying to fuck with the rapper. You know, leave him alone. He rap. You feel what I'm saying? But now in 2020, this shit don't fuse. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, that's some idiot game in the play, dude. Like, like, do y'all think it's worth it? Do is it even worth? Like, is it worth all the shit that y'all? Like, is it worth the target on your back? Hell yeah! I feel like you know, like shit. <laughs> Hell it yeah! On, it just depends on you know on that person. To me. Yeah, because I feel like I'll put her to do this. You feel me? Yeah. Shit, I feel like I can handle what come with it. You know what I'm saying? So you feel like you hey, doing, you feel like you're doing something for a purpose, man. You just gotta do it. That's the only that's the only yeah. way you can satisfy yourself if you're a man. I ain't gonna regret nothing. Right. Coulda coulda woulders ain't no ain't no good, man. Yeah. So from a yeah, from a manager standpoint, how dangerous do you think it is currently for these artists out here? Man, if it's not a ten, I say it's you know seven, eight, nine. It's up there. Um, <clears throat> it's a different day, you know. what I'm saying to to that, you know, the social media is is a, I think, is the most powerful drug, and you got a whole lot of cats 
out here that does shit just for clout. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember a day in time that Ron can tell you, you know what I'm saying? Because because I've been knowing Ron for some years. Shoot, way before social media was just really popping and cats could really move in different ways without that extra stress or the extra scrutiny. You know what I'm saying? Although cats were still in the streets, but just a few years ago, a few years removed, there were certain codes that, that cats really stood on and abided by to where now it's like this shit is going out the window because of social media and trying to prove a front like like run there, you know what I'm saying? So from my perspective, it's it's like eight, nine, ten, like it's crazy. So you really gotta surround yourself with the right people who got the right intentions for you. And even as an artist, I think, you know what I'm saying, and, and even the people that surround them, you gotta set boundaries for your people, whether you're from the streets or not, be like, hey, listen, y'all niggas know I'm making, you know, five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars a show or whatever. I'm breaking you off, I'm breaking you off. Y'all gotta. This is business. This ain't streets. You know what I'm saying. So, you 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 gotta you gotta think in that capacity and protect me so that I can continue to you know what I'm saying taking care of y'all. If not, all the shit can crumble. Right. I think what you say got a lot to do with it too, man. Like 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 I believe I believe in, in manifesting with the mouth. And, and if you a person that everybody listen to, they listen to your voice. I mean, your voice powerful enough. To move all these people you understand what i'm saying and if you put out content you know what i'm saying there's there's pushing out the violence all the time you feel what i'm saying and that's what you're gonna get back because that's what you're giving out you're gonna go full circle you feel what i'm saying so so i i, I advise everybody that rap to just you know watch what you say sometimes you ain't got to say it all the time you feel what i'm saying like right. it ain't real. you most definitely got power a life and death in your tongue you feel me uh, yeah. Well, bro. yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree with that because I remember um the first times that I was listening to the baby, and I just knew that as soon as he went places, niggas was gonna try him off the strength that you know how how he was rapping, you know. Yeah, I just, and then I just he knew little. It. Yeah, <laughs> I knew. I was, I was like niggas gonna pull up on him off top just to see what he's talking about. Yeah. But she, he really was out here beating niggas up, though. And yeah, he, he really was. So. <laughs> well, we got a couple by <laughs> Stock went up. Yeah, stock went up. He got more yeah. famous off the strength of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's like, shit. <laughs> the rap game crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But go ahead. Be able to think, though. Yeah, that's for sure. Do you artists? Um, I'm gonna ask the artists this first, and then Swole, I'm gonna ask you. Um, do you feel safe in your city as an artist? You want to go for me now? You, you got it, bro. Go ahead, big on. I just try not to never get too comfortable, man. You gotta realize. Think about this though, man. I've been in the streets a long time. You feel me? So I kind of move in the industry the same way I move in the street. I come from organized criminals. You feel me? And the niggas like stand on that. So like I try not to never get too comfortable, bro. And sometimes we do get comfortable. Like sometimes I have to make myself leave my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might go chill somewhere. 
And I'm feeling, and I might find myself looking in the cuts. You feel what I'm saying? Cause I know one thing, I'm valuable. You feel me? So I don't. Sometimes I feel safe. Sometimes I don't. Like sometimes I might, I might have an urge to ride with a Glock. Sometimes I might have an urge to ride with two choppers. You feel me? But I'm most definitely gonna stay scrapped, bro. You feel me? Because I'm already knowing this shit can happen in the blink of an eye. And jealousy and envy is real, bro. I look at this shit every day. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the bottom. I'm from probably one of the most poverty stricken areas in Jackson, Mississippi. You feel me? Like, ain't nobody got nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm familiar with, with, with you know what I'm saying? People looking at this progression. They see progression and they automatically. I program to hate that shit. You feel me? Yeah. Like they they don't see no good in anything that's good and if they had a chance to do me, they gonna do me. You feel me? I know they gonna do me. Them folks did a little learning for nothing. You feel me? Uh-huh. They they not gonna do me. If I feel like they not gonna do me, then I need to be dead. You feel me? That's how I look at it because I'm already knowing like ain't no way, bro. Come on, man. Mm. No damn way these folks gonna kill you if they get the ups on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You don't never know what direction they gonna come from because you don't really know. These folks pretend very, very well because they feel like I'm beneficial. I don't know who really don't like me. That's why you see me. Swole, 99% of the time when you see me, I'm by myself. I might have my, you know what I'm saying, manager with me or street, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a female. But I don't roll with no bunch of niggas, man. I don't need no niggas around me, bro. You feel me? Yeah. Because I'm already knowing you can't trust them. Hey, hey. I mean, I feel like I, I, I be, I be feeling safe. I be feeling safe until I start feeling safe. Like, yeah. like I, I, like I listen to myself. You feel what I'm saying? Like. Like, I just text Nick the other day. We were just chopping it up. He asked me what I was doing. I told him I was just chilling. I said, shit. I said, shit, I, I really been having too much fun. I need to file back. You know what I'm saying? We talking about playing the sidelines. Nigga, got to know when to play the sidelines. Like, you get that little voice in your head that say, shit, I'm really going too much. You feel what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? You just got to listen to that voice. You just got to go sit down for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Stay out the way. And a lot of times when you listen to yourself, you'll see some shit where you, where you were just about to be it. Shit, pop. Okay, they got this shot. They got this shooting in the script club. You feel what I'm saying? Like, damn, show sure, about to go down there. But I listen to that voice that time. They say, you know what I'm saying? Just let that shit make it. You know? But yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel safe until I start feeling safe, and then I feel like I might be in danger. So I get the swivel in my head and uh, you know trying to fall back a little bit. Yeah, and I'm okay, nib in front of his own store, bro. That's crazy. It, bro, hey, no man, he came over the man, kicked the man. out he just shot the man, he came back and kicked the man, bro. That's yeah, that's just pure hate, you feel me? That's the devil, boy. Yeah. What you think, Swole? He's, he's still on? I think his mic muted. My bad. I thought I was just talking away. I thought y'all heard me. My bad. Um, <laughs> nah, man, like, you just got to be careful out here, man. Like it, it's it's an evil industry, you know, and and, and there's a lot of cats out here who really don't don't want to see nobody shine, and especially if they're doing better than than the next man, you know, as opposed to 
comes together and trying to figure out, okay, how did you do this or or what I got to do to get in this position? They much rather kick somebody else down from what I've seen. I'm saying this is everybody. And um and try and, and pull somebody else down to, to elevate themselves, bro. So it's crazy. Have you, wow, man. Cats just gotta be careful, man. Gotta be. Have you ever been have have you ever been like working with an artist? And you know you working real closely with them, and you and and you kind of got in your head that damn like I'm you know I'm with this artist and he you know he stay dangerous. I'm all I'm like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like oh man like he I stay would, dangerous. You know what I'm saying and and you be like damn like you know I I love working with this artist. But he stayed dangerous, and you kind of, you kind of always peeping off in the cut because you with this certain artist. I wouldn't say that that I've been, <clears throat> or I've worked with an artist like that, but I've been around artists like that, and I saw how powerful the movements were. Like for an example, I was around Trader Truth out in Houston. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Doing NBA also a few years ago, and we were coming out of a club, um, and shoot, Jay Prince was there, right? And this is the first time me ever seeing Jay Prince. You hear about the stories, you hear about him, all of that. And uh, we coming out the club and everybody is surrounded by Jay Prince. So Trey walks towards the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's surrounding Prince. Jay walks towards the crowd, dude opens up, like people open up, let him in, close the close the circle around and shit. So Jay get, gets ready to leave. This is when the Phantoms just dropped. Jay get ready to leave. Craziest thing I've ever seen was these cats literally stood in attention and walked this nigga to the interstate and owned the interstate and made sure that he got on the interstate and got to where he was going safely. Walking. I was like, who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's not that I worked, you know what I'm saying, with an artist directly. I was like, shoot, this, this shit could be dangerous, but just seeing the precautions that cats took just to protect Prince was mind blowing. I've seen some BMF shit like that too, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, man, we're gonna close this episode down, man. I, I appreciate, you know, all of y'all being on the episode today. Y'all provide a great insight onto being hip hop artists or working with hip hop artists in 2020. And, you know, it's a dangerous job. Ten out of ten. A lot of niggas wouldn't recommend. But, you know, y'all y'all doing y'all thing. And I appreciate y'all. So we're going to get on up out of here. Everybody stay safe. And we out. Oh, damn, man. I appreciate y'all for having me. Appreciate yeah. y'all, man. Too, man. Hey, if y'all looking for, for my music, man, I'm on all streaming sites. Oh, yeah. Um, what, what's names? Um, name any uh, projects you have out in your username. <coughs> Right now, I, I got the project out. It's called the Variety Pack. It's on all streaming services. At Twanaman, T-W-Y-N-A-M-A-N. Same. Follow me on IG. It's the same on social media. At Twanaman, T-W-Y-N-A-M-A-N. That's it. And I'm on all streaming platform as well. We got the hottest single in the screen right now. Make sure y'all sure get it if you don't have it, man. The bank roll show is going crazy. I'm I can't right now. Though. So I'm on YouTube as well, River Bank Road. I ain't hard to fan. Ain't no telling where you might catch me. When you see me, don't be no stranger. You did. Yo, yo, yo. And and y'all, hey, 
Hey, check out Verbal Intercourse Lyrically. We 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 dropping new videos with with different artists that you might have heard. Some of them you might have heard as much, but yeah, I'm showing love. Everybody showing love. So appreciate y'all for for being on the panel and pre and appreciate all the listeners that's out there listening. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate yeah, bro. Too many hustlers, too many thieves, we're fucking up, who's willing to fight and teach